0: Welcome back, it is Kathleen, and this is This Insecure Life. I am hoping to get some additional recording stuff, microphone, audio interface, which I just learned what that is very recently, to uh, start bringing some guests on to talk about whatever they want to talk about insecurity of their day, something they overcame, who knows. Um, But today is going to be me chatting about boundaries and how they can contribute to insecurity if you're not careful. So my thought process here is, a I will likely come back to comparison a lot. B That first episode was a pretty pretty decent setup. And this one sort of brings it all together in a lot of ways. It's also something I struggle extraordinarily hard with and something that I don't think I realized was actually a problem. And contributed to my insecurity. So when I talk about boundaries, I mean boundaries with people. Um, With yourself, absolutely. With family, with friends, in the workplace. Boundaries can shift constantly. And it's um, a pretty cool thing that they do. I'm not sure if I'm getting a summer cold, um, but I could be. So, bear with me, please, as we get through this. I'm going to try really hard to not be hyper-aware of uh, the flumminess of my voice while I while I talk. So yeah we are essentially taught how to create boundaries by our family um i think if you go to school or daycare it's easy to learn you know those boundaries there there's typically rules that occur but some of those rules become personal boundaries right We had a no-touching rule at my elementary school. I'm sure it was in high school, too, but I don't quite remember. But I remember very distinctly in elementary school, you weren't allowed to hug or touch or push. And, And I think it was mostly a protection thing for children, you know, because there can be those kids who are really affectionate. And there can be those ones who are not, and depending on what's going on in their life, you know, it's better to, to just stay back. Um, I think now there's probably ample opportunity for consent discussions in that as well. But to keep it simple, boundaries are basically you saying yes or no. And adjusting as you go. So this can be as easy as you are hanging out with whoever. Family, friends, someone asks you if they can, not even ask, someone is leaving and they just come over to you and they give you a hug and you're not comfortable with it. But this is sort of their norm. They've always done this. So their boundary is different than your boundary. And that's an okay thing. On the whole. At an at a cosmo level. It's totally cool. I mean the planets all circle different ways. And have their boundaries. So we're allowed to do that too. But... It's not okay that they hugged you and disrespected your boundary. And maybe they didn't know that was your boundary. They didn't know that you didn't want to be hugged in that moment. And it's still not right that they did. And it can make having those conversations difficult because likelihood is if you say to them, Whoa, dude, I didn't want you to hug me. You just hugged me. Why didn't you ask? It can be really uncomfortable for everyone. But it also sets up patterns. It can set up patterns where you can fall into always saying yes, even when it's not the right thing for you. So let's take this into the workplace you are already drowning, you know, you're getting your stuff done, you're doing it pretty well, it's at 75-80%, but you have so much going on and someone walks up to you and says, hey, I need this project done by X date, can you do it? If they already know that you are going to say yes, because you have in the past, you are going to feel more likely to say yes. Even though it means you'll end up spending the next six weeks staying late. Even though it means your mental health might suffer, your sleep might suffer, you're taking work home with you. You're not spending time with your partner. You're not enjoying what life has to offer for those six weeks and Yeah, you're like, it's just six weeks, I can get through it. But the problem is it becomes a pattern that people expect you to say yes. And then when you start to put up boundary lines, it just becomes more difficult. And when you do that, from personal experience, when you stop saying yes to everything that doesn't serve you, a lot of people become very angry. A lot of people push you away. A lot of people make it your fault that you're taking care of yourself. And making you, your life, your expectations, your wants and needs about anyone else, constantly... And I mean this even for people who are deeply in love with whoever they are with. Yes, please factor in your person's wants and needs. But if they're really your person, you'll be able to navigate each other's boundaries and satisfy both your wants and needs, their wants and needs, and everyone will be stronger and wiser and better off than if you just looked at things from their perspective a lot of times I have said yes when I wanted to say no in every situation in my life friendships, family work romantic relationships because I didn't either want to have the conversation about why I was saying no, because it was inevitably going to come to that. Even though no is a full sentence, you don't have to explain it. It can just be no. And because I wasn't strong enough in who I was and what I needed, what I was looking for, So because they were the stronger boundary line, because they had some kind of power over me or perceived power, which is just as strong as power, because I knew saying no would make me look negative in their eyes, I did things or I said yes when I wanted to say no and I Lost parts of myself by doing that. And if someone doesn't outright say no, let's let's dip back into that area of consent. Um, it's a no. If they're not saying yes, fuck yes, hell yes. Absolutely, I fucking want to do that for you. 100% I want to take on that project there's so many areas of growth yes 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 it's a no and okay in work there's sometimes things that we have to do because they're part of our job we don't necessarily want to do you're aware of those when you take the position and as they change you should still be able to have those conversations with whoever your manager or leader is And there could be strong reasons that they're asking you to take on a project that you don't have capacity for in that moment. And it's okay to say, you know what, I'm not sure I have the capacity for this project right now. Can we discuss X, Y, and Z, other project coming off my plate? Or can you help me time manage? Or any other option is there for you. You don't have to automatically say yes. And the truth is, if you don't set these boundaries really at the foundation, you're going to have to break that foundation and it becomes a hell of a lot harder for everyone when you do come into knowing what you need. If you can't set those boundaries for yourself. And this is this is going to be me diving a little bit into my disordered eating. So if that's something you struggle with or you don't want to hear this, feel free to skip ahead or just stop listening. Um, I don't have a script, so I don't necessarily know what will come up. But... I was trained to comfort myself with food, and punish myself with food. So in this case, I know, I know when I go into extreme restriction mode what I'm doing and it's not because I love my body and it's not because I love myself it is 100% because I feel like I don't deserve to enjoy nourishing my body and nourishing your body can be anything from tuna sandwich with salad on the side to big juicy cheeseburger to a slice of cake to ice cream we can nourish our bodies in a whole lot of ways there is no good or bad food it's just food but if we look at it in some ways it can can really fuck us up the other thing is when I Am in those low points or stuck in that ditch that I can't get out of, feeling really crummy about my body, wanting things to change in my life, um, feeling insecure, unwanted, unloved invisible 100% I don't know when to turn off that eating mechanism so I will binge and it hasn't been until the last six months that I've actually been able to successfully purge (laughs) And successful is obviously in quotations here. And I've only done it a few times. And quite frankly, it's awful. It's really fucking awful. And it's something I'm 100% working towards fixing. Or being okay with. Rather than fixing I guess. Giving myself permission. To. Not be okay. And make those mistakes. So that can be one of the ways that my insecurity shows up in my relationship with myself. Neither one of those things are our healthy ways of coping. And that, that relationship with who I am 100% impacts making new relationships, navigating old relationships, Look at some of the oldest people in your life. And I don't mean oldest as in age. I mean, look at those people who have known you for the majority of your life, if you have them. If not, look at people who have known you for five plus years. A lot can change in that time. Most of us, (laughs) our oldest relationships stem from our parents' grandparents siblings and there are established patterns there that can be extraordinarily hard to break and depending on when the last time you spoke or the last time you saw someone can really impact how they treat you because if at Fifteen, you let people get away with making fun of you, getting away with hurting you, taking your things. I mean, it can go back to even just being a child and being forced into hugging someone you don't want to hug. It can go back to you being asked what you want to do and then your sibling saying they don't want to do it. And what you want is constantly outweighed by someone else's wants or needs or their desire for attention. Those patterns are extraordinarily hard to break out of. And that's, that's just the truth. Sometimes we're taught what our boundaries are when they aren't actually what our boundaries are and figuring out that aspect and how to overcome and change and you're going to lose people along the way and this can be even with new relationships. You can meet someone and set up boundaries for what that relationship's going to look like and then you both go through weird transition periods or metamorphosis Or you just are like, you know what? (laughs) Time for change. And reestablishing even new relationships with boundaries when the foundation has already been set is jarring and unnerving. And it makes things a little bit dicey. And it's going to mean that there's arguments. Which can be a really scary thing. But putting those boundaries up and learning to navigate other people's boundaries. That is, that is the true essence of overcoming your insecurity. Because quite frankly, even on my days where I feel most confident... I know that there's that little fire that little piece that sits there anxious scared about rejection feeling not good enough and it can be pulled to the forefront and it can blow up and and inflame when people overstep, when I've asked for boundaries to be be established and they don't need to be these to-the-moon standards. If that's what you have hell fucking yes but it can be really simple it can be asking to have certain conversations with people face to face it can be asking to hold off on having conversations because you're not in a place to have them meaning if you're going to be on a phone call maybe you're out and you're arguing with someone with t- via text and they want to talk to you, write that in there on the phone. But you're in public and you know it's not the right time. It's, it's okay to say, hey, not now, I'll be home in half an hour. It's okay to say no to going out with friends if you just need to stay home. It's okay to cancel plans if things in life have changed or shifted. It's okay to not feel obligated to do things with people who make you feel bad. And then it's okay to set up boundaries so you don't feel the guilt of establishing new guidelines for how you live your life and for the people in your life. Last week, I talked about how I think I will always give more in relationships than I take. And the truth is, while I believe that, and I feel that, and it is just part of my being, I kind of want to leave this world by having given more back to it than than what I took I definitely am in a new boundary setting transition period of my life really trying to set up myself for success and that doesn't mean that everyone else can't be successful too it doesn't mean that Bobbin's sleeping and she's making the cutest little little kitty dream noises. Um, sorry, that doesn't mean that I don't want everyone else to shine. But me shining doesn't mean someone else can't. And someone else can't doesn't mean I can't. In fact, I think if everyone were better at setting their boundaries... And speaking to them and being really honest with each other about what those are, that we would likely be better off and happier and healthier and functioning better as an entire humanity group. I don't know. Words aren't coming. Our communities would be stronger. We would all be stronger. And so maybe right now my give is a lot less than it is normally. Sometimes finding homeostasis, equilibrium takes a little bit of time. And... The truth is, the people who are meant to be in our lives are going to be in our lives. Because they've already set those healthy boundaries for themselves. And they want you or me to thrive and grow and be amazing and when we don't have those boundaries set for ourselves and we're inevitably going to come into contact with people who will push through them or ignore them or dismiss them or just take over because insecurity can attract toxic people Insecurity can mean that you get taken advantage of, even by good people. It can just be very groundbreaking and transformative to establish things that work for you. And if if this is something you struggle with, because I struggle with it, because I have this open ended attitude towards what my relationship should look like or be, because I don't know who I'm going to meet and I don't know what they're bringing to the table and I don't know how we're going to jive together, and this is this is every relationship. I don't I don't meet someone and go you're going to be my best friend or you know what I'm going to marry you these aren't thoughts that I've ever had ever and it's wild to me that sometimes people can do these things where they just automatically pick and choose and say yep And maybe I need to be better at that. But I like to let people be who they are. And I want to find ways to evolve with them. If I think they're worth evolving with. But that evolution. Needs to. Set those boundaries. And then. Allow space to navigate theirs. And, you know, sometimes you might want to say no. But because you've been allowed to say no and you know this other person needs you, you feel safe saying yes trusting that they're not going to push beyond the limit trusting that they respect what you've asked for and you have an established pattern and same with them sometimes they might feel like they need to say no But in that moment, it's okay for them to say yes because they trust you. Because they know you're secure enough in this funny, funny world that you wouldn't really be asking if it wasn't because you needed to, you're not going to take advantage of them. And if you're running into a lot of people who you feel like you have established boundaries with that you know, or bulldozing you or dismissing what you ask for over and over and over again, it's okay to take steps back. It's okay to not communicate for a while. It's okay to say no to that relationship while you figure things out. it's okay to put yourself first. It's only in being able to easily put yourself first, and I'm not there yet, so I can't say for certain that I think it gets really easy to stand in your insecurities to cut down on the comparisons and to not not build a fortress to see who will get in and not build a fortress to keep people out but to have your gate set up so that when those people who are meant to be in your life who want to be in your life who you want in your life who Love, like, respect, honor, cherish, appreciate, and enjoy you just as you are. Those gates are just going to open. And sometimes they're going to open out and sometimes they're going to open in. But having a gate... I mean... There's a reason people live in gated communities. There's a reason that joining clubs has certain established membership requirements. Give yourself the space to be a gated community. Give yourself the space to have membership requirements for those in your life. And that's kind of what boundaries are. Um, I'm getting kind of hungry. <laughs> I also want to drink some water and caffeinate. I'm probably going to go and kiss my cat on the head cuz she's just being really fucking cute. It's really hot, so she doesn't do a whole lot right now. It's just too it's just too much for both of us. <laughs> but it's set set those gates up start building you know your picket fence or cedar fence or I don't know whatever whatever you want that gate to look like give yourself permission to establish those needs and wants, and areas in your life that maybe are lacking because you've not thought about it, or you thought too much about it, or people said you weren't allowed to say no. You have the autonomy, and it it is your life. If you want to chat more about the, about this, um, you can always email insecure at gmail.com um i am all over social media this insecure life on facebook on instagram insecure life pod on twitter so get at me if you have comments or you want to talk boundaries or you want to share your insecurity or you want to hear more about mine i'm going to go get something to eat so that I can actually lead with love and not get into a hangry type of mood. If you like to, feel free to end here or take a big breath with me. Peace out. Till next time.